Hello and welcome back to another episode of Caught Looking. Thank you for joining us today on your preferred podcasting platform. I am your host, Bryant Adams. They are Hunter Doucette and Jacob Adams. And boys, we just finished the second round of the right side of the bracket. Uh, we had an elimination game today between Auburn and Stanford, and then the big news of the night for us, of course, is uh, the Rebs win big over Arkansas, thirteen to five. So let's uh, let's get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Press the applause button, editor. Uh, so let's get it. Uh, let's get it going here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Stanford and Auburn first. Um, gents, we had uh, that was a pretty good ball game there for a little while. Uh, Auburn ends up winning the game six to two. Uh, I'm happy to sort of uh, sort of break down what happened. If you guys uh, don't want to, just let me know how you want me to proceed. Go ahead, Brian. All right. So, um, for those of you who weren't able to watch this one today, it was during sort of the the, the middle of the day. So, uh, again, pretty good ball game to get started. Stanford gets uh, comes off pretty hot, uh, jumps out to a two nothing lead with uh, a run in the first and the run in the second. Uh, there is the home team. Um, pretty uh, pretty standard stuff. Uh, uh, timely hitting really for the Cardinal. Uh, now in the second inning, uh, they they did have uh, a, a little bit of a controversial call. They got their RBI in the second, up a, a pretty hot shot down the third base line. I thought it was foul. They reviewed it. They said it was fair, uh, but uh, so that gave them their two to nothing lead. And then Auburn was really sort of struggling to get anything going. Uh, Auburn has really struggled this week, guys. I don't know if you've noticed. I, I have. Uh, they've had a lot of trouble getting production out of the beginning of their lineup. Uh, you know, their first and second hitters have not been able to get anybody on base. And that has really sort of, you know, I think, uh, you know, led to a problem because, you know, obviously they count so much on Deshara uh, to do their uh, to do their thing. So um, that, that that has been a bit of a problem for them. Uh, so they're down uh, two to nothing uh, in the top of the fourth. Uh, got a man in scoring position, man on second base, uh, and get a batter's interference call ends the inning. Uh, they lose a chance to, to, to take over there. And in the fifth, they have runners on the corners and for some reason decide to go for a double steal, get a guy caught in a rundown between home and third in the inning, lose another chance to score, a really good chance to score with two outs. Uh, then they come around at the top of the sixth. They get their first two men on with no outs. Uh, next guy, uh, uh, this guy strikes out, I believe. Uh, that would have been uh, Brody Moore. Sonny Deshara comes up and gets hit by a pitch, like high and tight. Uh, dangerous, dangerous deal there, uh, but shakes it off, no big deal. Um, and then uh, Bobby Pierce comes up and goes down 0-2 and has just a killer at bat. I think the thing went about 10 pitches, uh, gets it back to a full count, and, and has a a take that not a lot of people would have would have taken, I don't think, and uh, and and so gets the RBI on a walk. Um, that uh, that sort of pushes the first guy across, uh, and then uh, Brooks Carlson comes up. Uh, he gets put out. Cole Foster follows that with uh, the second baseman. Cole Foster follows that with a uh, double off the center field wall, clears the bases, um, and in the seventh, um, Brody Moore gets a sack fly for an RBI, and uh, Bobby Pierce. Uh, has a double for an RBI that gets him to six. Ball game. Uh, Burke, uh, Blake Burkhalter comes in. That slider was working. Shuts down. Uh, shuts down Stanford and the top rate, top rated team left in the tournament is on their way back home. So, 
Uh, Auburn looked looked pretty good today, I think, after uh, after kind of a rough start against the Rebs, and uh, now they're set up to play Arkansas tomorrow in another elimination game. What do you got, Deuce? Um, you know, I thought it was pretty cool to see Auburn come back. Um, they've kind of done that all year. They've been relying on Sonny Deshera and a couple of other key guys in that lineup, and um, you know, just for them for them to have the Everybody on the, everybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm not the biggest Auburn fan, but I got to get them props there. I really thought that Stanford was going to kind of run away with it with their high powered offense, and um, which did not show up in Omaha. Um, and so, you know, hats off to Auburn for uh, a great season so far, and we'll see what happens against uh, when they play Arkansas tomorrow. Looking forward that that should be a really good game. Yeah, and for all the marbles, right? So uh, the interesting thing about this for me is is going to be how the bullpens shake out and how the pitching situations shake out. Um, Ole Miss is in the catbird seat, obviously. So I guess let's go ahead and uh, you know let's get to, to what most of the people who are listening to this are going to want to hear us talk about, and uh, that's Arkansas and Ole Miss. Uh, the Rebs, Rebs look great tonight, guys. Uh, Thirteen to five. Uh, it, it wasn't that close. Uh, you know, Arkansas gets a, a two-run shot from Peyton Stovall in the bottom of the ninth uh, to, to make it look a little more respectable. But uh, this was domination from the Rebs. Jacob? Yeah, this was uh, this was just all-around great game by Ole Miss. Um, a lot of a lot of good things. It's hard to even hit hit every single one of them. Um, you know, I, I think back to when I was playing, and uh, you know. Coach B used to talk about having icebreakers, um, and this was kind of one of those games where you need you need somebody to come out there and, and be an icebreaker because this is one of those uh, you know intense games where you know all eyes are on you. Um, you know, it's just a big game, and you need and you need you need guys to to play big and in in, under the spotlight. And I mean, from the get go, you had Justin Bench come out, have a great two strike at bat. Um, Kevin Graham comes out, uh, scores him in the first inning on a curveball on a lefty-lefty matchup. Uh, that just kind of set the tone for the whole game, in my opinion. Uh, Hunter Elliott threw the ball great. Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on. I had, I mean, I think we had 11 walks. I mean, obviously some of that's due to Arkansas's um, lack of pitching. They they didn't throw the ball very well, but that's also a testament to. Um, Ole Miss's offense and the quality of bats they had tonight. My friend Trent Wildridge uh, mentioned that he thought that uh, the game was lost for Arkansas at noon today when they named Zach Morris the starter and trotted out a middle reliever against uh, you know a guy who's really an ace for the Rebs. So uh, I think there's probably something to that. I'm not sure that DVH didn't mismanage their pitching situation a little bit tonight. Deuce, what do you think? Well, I'll t- I can tell you this. If Arkansas would have won the game, he would have looked like a genius. Um, but you know, I think, uh, Dave Van Horn's idea was that he was going to take, take some lefties, maybe take some lefties out of the lineup. And, uh, you know, Ole Miss, Ole Miss doesn't hit as good against, uh, left-handed hitters. Uh, they're actually hitting like 50 points lower as a team against left-handed hitters. So, um, you know, he was kind of thinking that, that it would go well for them to throw a left-hander, but, um, he, he didn't throw very many strikes and uh you know the rebel bats just didn't give in and uh they they punished him whenever he was in the zone 
Yeah, and, th- and that brings up another interesting point is, you know, before the game, me and Deuce, we had a, had a little conversation and, you know, we saw Garrett Wood was in the lineup, uh, Leatherwood was out, you know, we're kind of like, man, I don't know, but, uh, you know, obviously Coach B pushed the right buttons and uh, it worked out, worked out great. Great game from Garrett Wood tonight. Real uh, For real shout out to that guy. I mean, to, to come in as he's done, you know, really in the last, what, four games that, that, that they've played and started three of them. Uh, he's been just outstanding. And, and that brings up a better uh, another point about the bottom of the lineup for the Rebs tonight. Uh, just the 7, 8, and 9 hole, we got so much production out of those guys. Um, and really that, that kind of set the tone early and I think allowed – Allow the reps to take a little bit of that lead and uh, and, and get moving. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have you gotta have guys step up. Um, you know, and uh, that's probably in the best way to say it. But out of nowhere, you know, um, LSU back when they won in like 1999, uh, I, I saw a 30 for 30, and they're talking about uh, they had some guys that just stepped up and didn't have very many at bats throughout the year, but. That's what it takes to win in, in tournaments like this is, you know, you got your Tim Elkos that are going to carry you throughout the year, but whenever you get to these tournaments, anything can happen. And you got to have you got to have those nine-hole hitters step up. Um, you know, Calvin Harris, he had an incredible game today. Um, yeah, he did. And, Jacob, in our conversation uh, earlier today, we were talking about how uh, Calvin Harris was in the lineup, and we were both a little unsure about how that was going to go. And <laughs> Obviously, Coach B knows what the hell he's doing, right? I mean, pushing the right buttons. Uh, Harris was uh, three for three with a walk, a double, or two doubles and a home run, like five RBIs tonight. Uh, really big night for him. And, um, you know, Hunter Elliott, man, the kid was just absolutely nails tonight. Um, Ole Miss's pitching is set up tremendously well to win the whole thing, um, especially to win this side of the bracket. Um, they've only used five pitchers so far. Uh, they've given up minimal runs and minimal free bases, and uh, you know that goes a long way. Yeah, and so let's talk about Hunter Elliott for just a minute, and I also do want to talk about Calvin Harris as well. Hunter Elliott pitches six and a third, only gives up six, three runs, only one of them earned. Uh, you know, so we did have a couple errors early on that gave uh, gave the Razorbacks a couple. Of, or excuse me, the Rebels had a couple of errors early on that gave the Razorbacks a chance. Um, and uh, but but Elliott, you know, just kept going. You know, the, I mean, again, we, we talked about this last week, and, and we talked about it with Delusia earlier. The, the mental toughness that these guys are showing on the mound out there right now is just next level. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really given uh, – uh, Ole Miss is in a better position, I think, than anyone uh, right now to, to keep this going just because of the way that their, uh, uh, their pitching staffs have, have, have held up. And, you know, relievers haven't had to throw much. I think uh, we had uh, – uh, Braden Johnson came in tonight and, and threw what twenty pitches. Uh, Josh Mallett's on um, on on Saturday night threw fifteen or so. So uh, you know the full bullpen is going to be available to the Rebels in their uh, in their in their game. You know their one game uh, of two to uh, to have a chance to go on to the championship series. So um, really really big there. And then hey, you know about Calvin Harris that you mentioned, Deuce. You know you'll remember this early on in the season. That guy was pinch hitting and, uh, and and was hitting over 400, and we were really singing his praises early on. And uh, you know when when Kevin Graham went out with his with his thumb injury, um, 
you know, he, he sort of fell off a little bit as we got into the conference uh, conference slate. But, you know, what a time to pick it back up for Calvin. And, and uh, I think Greer, sorry he wasn't able to be with us tonight, uh, but – but but he did pick up something interesting that that uh, that, that I, or that I found interesting about Harris, and that is in his first at bat uh, on on Saturday, he came out wearing batting gloves, which he does not normally wear. He struck out, took them off, and tonight he's no batting gloves and he has a huge night. So uh, interesting things that uh, that maybe pitchers pick up that the rest of us kind of miss. So uh, shout out to Greer for catching that one. Go ahead. I Deuce. think. Uh... I was just going to say, I think Dunhurst uh, got hurt for a little bit, and that's when Harris stepped up big time. He was catching and and uh, hitting there at the beginning of the year and playing really well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And just backtracking a little bit, was that a was that earned run? Uh, was that from Graham's ball that he lost in the sun, or was that a different earned run? No, I think because uh, if I it was, and technically, and then you had that. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, so I no, think they that hit one a double. Was and Jalen had, Battles hit a then double. Then you had a, yeah, but you right. had an okay. unearned run off of the uh, uh, the Gonzalez error in the second too. So, okay. two of those runs you. were unearned for sure. Uh, one one being from the I guess you would call that an error from from Graham losing the ball in the sun, and then uh, the Gonzalez error in the second. So, um. All right, boys. Well, uh, let's. I guess let's talk briefly about you know how this sets up. So, uh, Arkansas and Auburn tomorrow. Uh, what do you What are you guys thinking? What, what are we thinking about that? How are we feeling about uh, who's going to come out of that elimination game and and meet up with the ribs for a chance to go to the championship series? I feel like Auburn's set up to win that game. I think they have uh, they have most of their pitching. Uh, Blake Burkhalter did throw today, but he didn't throw a ton and. He'll definitely be available tomorrow. Um, I think, uh, you know, Auburn's coming off of a win. Arkansas's coming off of a loss. Uh, a little bit of momentum on, on Auburn's side uh, going into this game. And I really the like their chances. Yeah. Yep. I, I hold. Yep. So it matters. You know, every Jacob, hour. Jacob, what you got on this Auburn Arkansas game tomorrow? Yeah. I see it a little differently. Um, I think Arkansas is going to pull it out. They came out in Omaha really hot. They they put up 17 um, against who, – who did they play? Excuse me. Um, Stanford. Stanford, game one. Stanford. And, yeah, and tonight uh, I think Hunter Elliott was just, just the factor tonight, and I think they're going to come out tomorrow and put up a bunch of runs against Auburn. That defense they have um, – I mean, it's, it's really good, and Dave Van Horn knows, knows how to win games in big situations. So I'm taking Arkansas on that one tomorrow. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that, that Arkansas still does have uh, some of their best pitching left. You know, they're going to run out uh, They're going to run out Smith tomorrow, or I would assume they're going to run out Smith, or uh, uh, I would imagine they'll run out Smith, Hagan Smith tomorrow to, to start the game. Um, what are the chances and, Connor and, Nolan pitches? If they need him. Zero. Zero. When did he throw? Uh, uh, he threw on Saturday also. Okay. Um, but uh, but but Arkansas hadn't thrown Brady Tiger yet. And uh, and so that's what's going to be interesting, especially if we have a close game going to the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth tomorrow, Arkansas and Auburn. You know, you end up with a Tiger-Burkhalter matchup. I mean, those are two really, really good closers. 
you know, I, you know, that, that breaking ball that Tiger's got is just, I mean, it's, it's great. Uh, maybe you have to give the, the nod to, to Burkhalter just because of the, uh, you know, the experience, uh, you know, Tiger is a freshman, but, uh, man, uh, I'm, I hope it gets there because I think that will be some really, really entertaining baseball. That'd be awesome. Like a one, one ninth with Tiger versus Burkhalter. Yeah. It'd be incredible. Burkhalter was up to 97 today. I mean, he was throwing cheese. Gas. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, he's going to need it tomorrow. You know, I mean, this this is uh, you know, this will be the biggest game these guys have ever played in tomorrow. So, um, and, and 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 they just get bigger here from from here. So from from here on out, every game you play in is the biggest game you've ever played. So, um, all right, boys. Well, let's uh, let's move on a uh, couple couple more things, and we'll shut it down for the night. And uh, but uh, we did get our first fan question. And uh, so, Jacob, I think this one's really going to be directed a little more towards you, but let's go ahead and uh, listen in to our first fan question. Hey, this is Tim Stidham. I've always wondered, what do the first baseman and the runner talk about while they're standing here first? Thanks, guys. Keep it up. All right. Thanks for the question, Tim. Yeah, thanks for the question, Tim. Um, You know, I guess it's just, some guys you know from playing travel ball and that kind of thing. Uh, first one that comes to my head, uh, I remember when I was playing Arkansas, uh, Trevor Ezell was playing first base. And him and I, we went back a pretty pretty good ways from high school ball. Uh, he played at Bryant. I played at Conway. Two, two big rivalries in, in Arkansas high school baseball. And even before that, in ninth grade, we both tried out – for uh team usa together so um up in uh carry north north carolina so we were buddies you know just kind of just kind of uh you know maybe a little smack talk just just joking around but uh just keeping it light keeping it easy how's it going man uh you know good ball good hit whatever good game last night whatever it is just uh just just standard stuff Pretty casual small talk, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, thank you, Tim. We appreciate that. And, guys, again, if you have questions, uh, feel free to shoot me an email, bfadams at gmail.com, and I'll get you instructions on how to to submit that question. Um, All right, boys. Well, we do have one more thing we need to cover uh, before we go. Uh, Deuce, do you have something before I I get to that too much? Well, I was just going to say maybe – Maybe one day we can do a live episode and have have some callers, some people call in. Yeah, we're, uh, we're right we, we've got some equipment that's uh, as we as we grow and 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 thanks to you listeners as we grow and and, and become a little more popular, uh, that allows us to invest in this a bit more. And so we're starting to get some of the equipment that we'll need to to make this a little more like a, a sort of a, a live radio show and maybe even do some some live streams and, and that sort of thing as we move forward. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, I guess the the main thing that we need to talk about now is the Rocco's Jello Shot Challenge, uh, and boys, it's gotten it's gone off the rails today. Um, so <laughs> uh, earlier today, I don't know if if anyone saw this, but uh, Banded Brands, which is a, uh, a hunting brand based out of Arkansas, came in and bought 500 shots for Arkansas fans, and then uh, Tyler Jordan, who's an Ole Miss uh, Ole Miss fan. And Ole Miss grad uh, who is uh, who works for Real Tree Camo, 
uh, came in tonight and bought nine hundred. So, uh, first of all, capitalism. Yeah, uh, the bandit guy bought another thousand during the game. <laughs> oh, they did. Okay, I hadn't seen that. So, I, I guess I've got old old information. Give me just one second, and I'll I'll pull up the latest. So he bought fifteen hundred over the course of a few hours. That's incredible. All right. Well, I'm going to have trouble pulling it up uh, just just here on the fly. But so, so so before right before the game started, uh, for for your update of the Broncos Jello Shot Challenge, Arkansas was at four thousand six hundred and forty four shots, Auburn at three hundred one, Notre Dame at three sixty three, Oklahoma at three thirty seven, Ole Miss at forty five hundred and seventy nine, Texas at two fifteen. Texas A&M at 585 and Stanford at an abysmal 106. So um, these guys have got to be pushing and in gross revenue on this on this thing. And uh, so again, you know, listen, I, I love that I love that these are two sort of competing uh, outdoor brands who uh, who are, are, are finding ways to get some nice free advertising or or cheap advertising, I guess you would say. Uh, by buying uh, buying their fans some some uh, some booze at Rocco's, and I love that small businesses is benefiting it. So capitalism at its finest. I'm going to guess that uh, Rocco is hoping the Arkansas wins the game tomorrow to to keep some Arkansas fans there in Omaha. <laughs> I would imagine that's the case, and 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 you know, look, this is a you know the rivalry that we talked about it last night on the podcast. The Arkansas Ole Miss rivalry runs deep, and and it's going to come down to the wire. <laughs> Yeah. Rocco shot challenge. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks again for joining us. This has been a blast. We're we're really enjoying uh, uh, keeping up with all these games at the College Football Series, and we're going to keep it going for you. So we'll see you again tomorrow. Uh, thanks for being with us. We love you. We're happy. Adios. Adios. See you guys.